conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. My laughter is like a fine wine. It gets better after drinking a lot of fine wine. (laughs) (laughs) I voted for Hillary and I'm not a stupid cunt. Oh, <laughs> 
Um, guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 41, and we are taking AG to the streets with everyone's best friend, America's sweetheart, registered voter, Ben Rimmelauer. Hello! Who's posing a Vita style, as is his want. Um, I love it. Is it is my want. <laughs> this is your want. We are actually recording today's episode um, in your publicist's corner office. Yes, we are. At a, <laughs> it is a corner office. In a beautiful skyscraper yes, yes. Um, in Times Square. So can we my give him favorite, a free plug or is that like... Yeah, what's his name? Dan Fortune, Fortune Creative. First off, is his actual last name Fortune? Yes, it is. So he came out of the womb and was like, I need to do something in communications. Because if your last name is Fortune, I mean, that that's a name that needs to be on a wall somewhere. Just like Randy Rainbow came out of the womb and was like, I need to be gay. Is Randy Rainbow's real last name Rainbow? Real, real to real. Oh my God. I wonder if Randy Rainbow watches um, the Real Housewives franchise. I feel like he would, right? I feel like he would, and I bet. I mean, I hate to say this to you, but you could probably have him as a guest on this show. Oh, my God. Is he available? Do you want me to see if he can come right now? I love it. Okay, guys. um, This is going to be a 45-second episode of (laughs) Andy's Girls. So, wait. so You'll recall it. You'll rename it Randy's Girls. (laughs) I love it. Um, so a couple things. First off, listeners, I'm so sorry about the little, we, we took a two week hiatus cause my, I, I do things, um, to make money to buy shoes. And so my, I produced a benefit that was this whole big Michigan. So I've, oh, I guess my bit, invitation to the benefit got lost in the mail. You know, if you had a hundred thousand dollars, I could have hooked you up with a table to this benefit. It was great. And my, like, would I've had to give it to you or just have it. <laughs> I mean, maybe the tables would have sold for 50 It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> it's irrelevant. But my favorite part of working this event is after the event when I have like six to ten martinis, and I'm not a martini drinker, but I am once a year, and I say to the photographer, let's have a Tinder photo shoot, and then I, I don't disrobe, but I definitely pose in lovely ways, and then we take photos of me, which is my favorite. My favorite thing to do. Can't wait to peruse that to album. stare in a mirror. Or have someone take photos of me. Ideally, someone that knows what the fuck they're doing. But I will also, I will also accept people that have no idea what they're doing, but are also taking photos of me. I, I like, I die for a photo of myself. I really do. It's not. I'm not against it. I think it's a wonderful thing. I think I'm probably made to be a friend of something appearing on some sort of reality show, so I can just fast forward and then just pause the screen on myself and then just leave the TV as is for seven days until the next week when I just pause I'm it right there with you. on a photo of I, my... How did you survive being on Jersey and not wanting to watch that episode that you were on over and over and over again? Well, you know, when you're a star like I am... You know that there are going to be so many other future so opportunities. so many things, you know. Um, slash what makes you think I didn't watch it over and over <laughs> Oh my God, I would have watched it. And I remember uh, that episode you were on. I would watch it... Oh, you were on twice, right? You were on a couple times. Um, there was the recording, and then there was the party, wasn't there? I don't, or did was you see me at the party? I don't. I think I was like I in the I background. I did see you at the party, yeah, but I didn't do anything on that. We, I taped a whole second day that didn't get used um, <gasps> through no fault of my own. So how often? I assure you, I love it. So how much do they record versus airing? I feel like someone once told me this that for every hour, it's like forty hours of footage or something. I mean, you I feel can't like I base it on Carly my Manzo. experience. True. Although you are like a friend, friend of you're a friend, no, but of a I mean, friend like of a housewife. the choice to use something I was on had oh, more to do it. with the story of that day than it did with how much percentage they, you know what right. I mean? Like a whole, over the course of a whole season, there's probably an average hour per hour ratio, but mine, 
the fact that I made it on at all probably means they used a lot more from that particular day that she was doing her audiobook because otherwise the math doesn't work out. I mean, I remember Melissa, I remember seeing Melissa Gorga at a benefit and they were recording, like, so there were signs outside, we're recording for, and I think they said it was for Real Housewives of New Jersey, just to scare off the people that had spent $1,500 on a ticket to this gala. And um, so they were recording. We saw them shooting and I would like meander by, but Mm -hmm. I got a little freaked out and they didn't use any of it. And I got so sad because she looked really animated, like something was happening. This was like deep into the Melissa V tree um, sitch and she looked you know, very, like something was exciting happening. You never know. That footage could turn up. If she's like suddenly like, you know, like really blonde for just like one scene. Melissa? Yeah. Was she ever really blonde? Oh, she did. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh my God. God. This is like, you take Sarah out of the comfort of her home studio. (laughs) She does falls off the rails. You guys also, I feel like I'm in a Sonia Tremont Morgan ensemble. And the fact that it is more than slightly ill-fitting has been in my closet for 10 years. I just broke out. Thank you. I'm so skinny. Broke out this like Rebecca Taylor pencil skirt that is, I'm sucked into with every inch. Thank you. That I'm sucked into with every inch of my life. The only reason it's not a true Sonia Tremont Morgan ensemble is because I have removed the tags from and the because item. because you are wearing underwear. I am wearing underwear. So it's neither a Sonia Tremont Morgan ensemble nor a um, Erica Jane slash Erica Girardi ensemble. So I guess PK Why wouldn't you really keep get bringing off on that up? Oh my God, so much. So wait, so Ben, I feel like we need to take a little bit of time and yes. talk about New York yes. because New York premiered. We haven't spoken about it on AG. I need to get your thoughts. And, you know, it's an interesting time in which for us to speak because there's been three episodes of the show, three seasons episodes. back. I feel like they did a deep dive in. We've met Tinsley Mortimer. We saw previews for next week, which looks like a possibly sober version of um, the Berkshires incident Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in that Dorinda genuinely loses her shit on Sonia and it looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. Um, It looks great. But I wanted to get your thoughts. What are your thoughts on this season? What are your thoughts on this? I think it's a pretty good season so far. I gotta say, it's really good. It feels like I've been watching. Usually, the beginning of the season, I'm like really like on grinder, just like barely looking up at the screen, you know? How many times a week do you watch each episode? Once, like a normal person, or six times? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ditto me. Ditto me. Only once. I wish you could see how much slut shaming I'm doing right now. Oh, my God. You are slut shaming me. Um, Yeah, just once, though. Oh, no. Um, so what are your thoughts? Tell me about um, it. Well, I got to say my main thing, if there's one emotional reaction I'm having to this season, yeah. hard and strong, is like I'm really not into Bethany right now. <gasps> I have to say. You guys did Like, I do not like the way that she is talking about the election. Okay, wait. Ben so, okay, like, Lauer. Ramona is a dumb bag of fake tits, right? Like I'm super into Ramona being for too. Trump. I could like listen to Ramona talk it. about like I want to boycott her. I no, thought, I'm don't so forget. Into it. I'm I got not blocked. In any way upset about I got blocked by Jill Zarin because Wait, of shaming her about because Trump. Because you called Jill Zarin a cunt, didn't you? Or? No, I did not call her a cunt. Oh, I thought but you I, did. But I I put I I called her out. For for supporting Trump and in a sort well, of yeah, rude way. Well, yeah, she went to the inauguration. And she she's blocked been to Mar-a-Lago, me, right? And she so, well, someone did. Okay. But I, what I'm saying is, I feel that if what I did, I did something rude to Jill Zarin because of her support of Trump. I don't get to just suddenly be like, with Ramona, it's cute. I know, but Ramona. With well, Ramona, let me it finish. is kind of cute. I'm not going to confirm Make or deny America that. Emotional I'm ju- again. I'm just saying, with Ramona, I'm used to. 
my love for Ramona has always been tempered by a large grain of salt. And right, because crit- you know that she's a fucking she's maniac. A, she's a maniac. But what I do not like, if every part of me that ever had any love for Bethany, which as you know is a lot of me. Yeah, I feel like you have been not I've a Bethany been apologist. Team- I know I've, I've been called out before by yeah. Damien for being a Bethany apologist, and I don't disagree with it. But, you know, like I had some, I've had some struggles in my imaginary best friendship with her. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was always uh, you are I definitely was team, team Teresa her. from the beginning. Right, I was Kyle was from the beginning. Yep. And I was Bethany. I mean, I have a certain type of girl I like. Yeah, and she she's has brown hair. Yeah. And she's controversial. No, <laughs> so I'm saying this as <laughs> I say this blonde. to like the platinum blonde. But, I mean, were you born um, with this hair color? Yeah, of course I was. Course the guy was. that I am sort of seeing asked me that and I Does was the carpet like, match the drape oh there is no carpet who am I talking <laughs> no to carpet. Okay. I was literally about to say carpet. that <laughs> carpet oh okay. my god so, um, steam cleaning here's the okay, thing though continue. every part of me that ever loved Bethany yeah. needed to believe that Bethany was really an adamant Hillary supporter yeah but there have been signs that she hasn't been and For I've example, ignored the signs because I didn't want to know this she went on Twitter during one of the post-election rallies or was it pre-election no it was post-election rallies and went on Twitter complaining because her driver was stuck in traffic because of okay, the okay but that I understand compl- but you no. know I don't need Bethany to be a deep emotional serious political person you just need I, her to care it's on no but it's on brand for me for Bethany to be like fucking political demonstration I have to get to like the you know, How dermatologist. Is you don't think that's incredibly elitist? Elitist is on Bethany's like, I'm brand. I'm in my chauffeured SUV. Yes, that's Bethany. Kevin that, is driving. That I will accept. What I will not accept is, is her not caring. Is her not caring? Like the fact that listen, trust me, as an entitled white person who pays lip service to politics and is only now really, hashtag Blonde Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Literally, like all I need from you is like during the election for you to be like Trump is a maniac. I am probably. I mean. Totally. But she doesn't care. Bethany she is pro-Bethany. She didn't Bethany. even do that. Bethany probably didn't and even vote. what if she Bethany says voted, to Carol... in her own name. Carol is the voice of reason in this kooky crew. Which is probably why I find her so fucking boring. That's not the point. Okay. How dare Bethany not be, like, along with Carol on no, Team Hillary? No, Bethany calls out Carol's patriotism or whatever support or OCD or mania about the election because Carol understands what's at stake. Because Carol's a normal person like the rest of the country that was obsessed with the election. I 100% agree. I'm still obsessed with the election and it's fucking May. Well, this is, I have sort of... Is this airing in May? This is airing in like an hour and a half. I am sort of, I'm one of those people where when I first heard that the election was going to be a huge part of the plot and probably until this week, I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm so sorry. And I am so politically. You're as bad as Bethany. No, and I'm, no, no. I'm super politically active and very progressive. But why do you have that Trump tattoo on your vagina? Just because he said that he needed it before he fucked me. And he (laughs) said he was going to be really good. Make America great again. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know how to spell, but he's good at other things. (laughs) Um, So I was like, why are we going to talk about this? I'm so over it. I was just really burnt out after the election. See, I saw it as a chance to judge the housewives based on their political affiliations. the housewives are escapist. And I didn't really... uh, We have moments of truth. It's still escapist. It is still escapist, but I wasn't 100% into it. And I knew that that would be the only... Like, this is like the dog adoption of Carol's, like, you know, time on Housewives, where she has one thing. It's like real, like really real in a way that I'm like... I do not begrudge her that. I do not begrudge. Okay. Yeah, baby's great and Vinny and the new cats and like. Oh my god, so her exciting. boyfriend making radish sushi. I want to suck his penis. Like, I want to suck it does. to where like when I take my mouth off of it, there's just cartilage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great visual. Um, Carol, if you're listening, what's his name? Adam. Adam. Hey. hey. <laughs> so 
Life Right, USA, USA. Um, continuing on. But when I started to sort of watch the show, I got it. And this is something that Andy has said on Watch What Happens Live and in, in interviews and online, which is viewers have definitely been tweeting, like, why are you, why is this on, am I using this word correctly, on the lexicon for this year? Like, why is this a part of the season? And his response is, because it was hugely important to the country and everybody was obsessed. Trump supporters were obsessed. You know, Ramona was just as obsessed as Carol. Totally. They're just on opposite sides. So it the doesn't make sense it, for them well, I don't think to... that's actually true. I think Ramona care level is way lower than Carol's. Yeah, Ramona's care level is pretty much based on the fact that Ramona reads things. Like, she reads, like, yeah. the Drudge Report. And Ramona, as Carol said, like, Ramona genuinely would read a Facebook comment and be like, it's news. Ramona said something that was essentially Kellyanne Conway when she was talking about how, like, yeah. it's an interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interpretation. And then I was like, Ramona, I just, I die for her. I, yeah. die for, I don't begrudge her for okay. being a Trump supporter. I, I, I I'm can into see it that. the way Sonia's sort of for Trump in this sense. Sonia's for Trump? Or she just claimed she dated him. Sonia has said um, to people before that uh, Carol brought up in an interview a couple weeks ago that um, she was an advisor to the Trump campaign. Okay. Lying about your career is different than supporting a political candidate. She, I don't think Sonia voted. I think Sonia probably got a facial from Yasaki or whatever that woman's name is. <laughs> she probably had her interns vote for her. <laughs> she, she 100% told her interns to text vote to 576969 and like call it a day. And then oh, it was like, fine. And then she made a 69 joke and then she had Justin, sex with somebody Justin from the she offered uh, for Justin Greeny and then Kelly Clarkson won. And she's like, what happened? This is not happening. Um, so why are we talking about this? Because we're talking about how Bethany doesn't give a shit. And what annoys It's worse me, than not giving a shit. Well... She's discouraging the giving of shit. Yeah, she's dismissive of it. Because Bethany doesn't live here anymore. But, Bethany is now uber wealthy, has disregarded the shell of the person that she was before, is essentially like a broken being. She's always been a broken bird, but she's been relatable. When Bethany loses the relatability and then she's she just really becomes lost a dick. Now. She's really lost. And you think just because of the election? This is killing me. Be not because of, but it's evidence of. You know, Ramona saying she supports Trump, as much as it's offensive to me yeah. and makes me not want to like Ramona, yeah. at least what Ramona is saying making is, a choice. I believe something that's offensive to Ben, but I believe it, and I think it's important to believe something, and I think there's such a thing as truth. Bethany keeps being like, false news equivalencies, it's all the same, it's bullshit, nothing matters, let's right, just have it's fun, like the, it's not important. Right, they're both evil or whatever, they're, but I yeah, don't think she That's think more she dangerous. That. That oh, I 100% more dangerous agree. Than to, you know, and Bethany should know better. Should she? Yes, I really don't think that smart. she can. She's not that smart. If she was more she's intelligent, witty. she is witty at points, but she's lost a lot of the fun. Bethany is no longer a fun yeah, person. But being Bethany not is like fun a is different dowager. than being for Trump. Yeah, except that she doesn't. Bethany no longer thinks about how she appears to other people. Bethany right. thinks that because she has cashed her skinny girl she has chuck, fuck you money. She, she has fuck you money and she has her skinny girl cash money on hand. So she thinks because she was extremely successful at one huge element of her life, which is business, which she's always which is only partly in, due to luck. <laughs> which is, oh my God. Well, which is due to some things that 
far more than love. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. Dedication in years, and she used to have Bethany no, Bates, and she used to make muffins, and she was a private chef. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. She's, she put in the sweat. She did equity. put in. She put yeah. in the sweat and tears, but now the she's thinking equity. that because <laughs> the sweat she's now thinking that because she was successful in this one area in her life, and because she became a TV star because of Real Housewives, all of which was incorporated in her success, that that means that she wins at everything, and that's actually not how reality TV works, and that's not how fame and yes. celebrity work, especially when they're based in personality. This isn't like Bethany was a successful performer and however much of a dick or a twat she was behind the scenes, she was still able to play a variety of roles. She is playing the part of herself. And when she loses focus on why we fell in love with her, when she's surrounded by sycophants, when she has that woman, Terry, as her like professional friend who they've known each other forever and went to boarding yeah. school, whatever, be her escort to events and I don't see any other part of her. When I see pictures of Dennis Shields and I don't see Dennis Shields on camera, yeah. that is not being vulnerable and intimate. Nope. And that is the Bethany that I remember. I remember Bethany and Jason version oh, one. Yes. Hell Jason, yes. iPhone generation one, the bald, <clears throat> nebbish man when they were talking about having <clears throat> kids and she was emotional and he didn't want to be on camera but he still was on camera because he loved her. If oh, I and she Bethany, would just make him a smoothie and they're a little like and there's bedroom. shitty little yeah. one bedroom on the Upper East Side that she said she couldn't afford paying rent. And I was like, Bethany, I totally get it. I am here. I'm still there today. Like, I, <laughs> I understand. And I have a roommate. I understand it. And I appreciate it. And I love that about her. Which is why when she became um, successful financially, I supported her. Because she was still struggling so, in other ways. But we saw it. We saw the Jason Hobbs. Homegirl makes good. Yeah, 100% homegirl makes good. And now it's like she's got that gorgeous, gorgeous house in the Hamptons. She's got wherever the fuck she's living in New York City. She's still doing well, even though I believe Skinny Girl is nowhere near as popular as it once was. But didn't it go public? I don't know. Or how something, that works. something she big happened it. financially well, she where it. she doesn't ever need it to do anything ever again. Well, she's still somehow, I don't know how, I genuinely don't know how yeah. like, big business works. So she's still involved in some way and I'm sure gets a cut and like oh, for whatever. Sure. She, like, she's still the face of it. But it's not, she sold it. She got her, right, she got her lifetime money. She doesn't need it anymore. But I see just small pieces of her, which I think is actually what Ramona was trying to bring out, even though she had completely shitty reasons, and we'll get into it in two seconds. Not only that, even if Ramona had good reasons, she's too dumb and crazy to ever make a successful well, point. Ramona Rinnad. So Ramona thought she no, was being there's a, a whole different case. Okay, well, we'll get into Rinna a little bit. But I think that Ramona Rinnad, in the sense that she had an idea of how to be like halfway diabolical that maybe had like an element of being also, nice. So what's up with your face? Landing. Whose face? Ramona's. Ramona's getting into that age where what was a new beginning face four faces <laughs> ago is starting to There's sort like of There's like crazy scar tissue like to, by the side of her eyes. Here's the thing. I look at Ramona's face and I'm like, she's using Armani cosmetics like there's a certain kind of like moneyed woman that goes to Saks and she buys like pretty makeup but it's sort of cakey because her face has lost like collagen or whatever so it starts to get kind of like it starts to just this, slowly melt down everything else this is the podcast you <laughs> should have a whole thing about plastic surgery and makeup I should invite all of their old bodies to guest on the show and be like Ramona season one, Ramona's legs season three, Ramona's like jowls season four and just interview Leg them. Leg jowls. That's Leg a word. Jo- oh my God. I'm so into it. But I, I think that Ramona's age of which we know she's like 60, right? Because on one season she said she was in her early fifties and then she was like, just kidding. I'm ageless. Like, I think that she's, I think she's in her early 60s. She looks Can I say my favorite expression great. in English? What? She's 60 if she's a day. <laughs> she's 60 if she's a day. 
she's 60 if she's a day and that day is like 64. <laughs> that day, yeah. Um, I think, I think it's probably catching up with her a little bit. Meanwhile, Sonia, who looks like a fucking train wreck when she goes and watch what happens live, like she looks like a drag queen and not in a good way. Like yeah. drag queens are excellent at makeup. Like they always. Yeah, Ramona looks like she should be the bartender. <laughs> Ramona looks like she should be the bartender, and Sonia looks like she just ran around the track a couple times before sitting down in a really ill-fitting, glittery, yeah. sparkly dress, yeah. which I own like so wait, seven sorry, to I ten. Sonia looks like the bartender. No, I get it. Hundred percent. I was with you. I was with you. But Sonia, I was trying to support you. <laughs> loved it. But Sonia on the show looks great. Like, Sonia actually ages gracefully in the sense that she gets whatever free procedure she can get. <laughs> like, her vaginal rejuvenation is because someone contacted her and he was like, I'm interested in going into vaginas. Like, don't you think, like, to save money, like, like one of her labia is, like, the wrong race or something? <laughs> like, she got, like, a mismatched set. Listen, she got a Mexican labia. She crawled over that. TVD wall and she was like someone spread your legs I have a coupon code and I'm willing to use it and then Pickles runs over with scissors general mutilation for a good cause we are going all in today we are I'm all in. 100% into it but what did you so what did you think about Pinsley? um yeah what did you think about Tinsley, Tinsley. Talk, <laughs> did you say Pinsley Oh my god! Who is that? There's an actor I have a crush on. I think named Nate Pinsley. If you're listening, Nate, <laughs> I actually have no idea who that is, but it rings a bell for okay, me. Okay, someone Instagram DM. Yeah, um, whatever. Nate Pinsley, if you're out there and everyone, you're cute, everyone, and you're take a moment. Okay, let's pause for five seconds so people can Google image Nate Pinsley. Which we're not doing. We're not going to do it. <laughs> we're just imagining. Um, we're just because <laughs> I'm too lazy. Um, so, what did you think of Tinsley? Who I thought I was going to totally hate. Like, I think me I was too. making fun. I was of her. so ready to I hate was, her, and then I was like. Oh. It worked out kind of okay. <laughs> like, what was the thing she was doing? Talking with, about curling her hair? No, the confessional, the last episode where she was talking about the drama between... Mortimer Topper? Oh, what? She was talking about the situation Since between two other housewives oh my God, in I her know. confessional. Oh, she was probably talking about Sonia and Dorinda, and she was giving really good advice. Yeah. Of, it like, was just like, let it go. It was, like, so sharp and, like... Yeah, she's like, just, I was like, just support she? your friends. Oh, no, it was, so, it was Sonia and um, Luann. Yeah, She was totally, like, just, just support totally. it. Just support but Tom. Don't talk through, about like, divorce. the first beginning of it, I was so ready for her to be, like, a the girl up. with the fake leg or, like, somebody, you know. But, like... You thought she was going to be, like, a Viva Dresser? I, I didn't never get that watched for a the Aviva I thought she was going to be, like... Bad, lame. I thought she was going to be, like, Sonia, but 15 Not years even, younger. Like, Eden. Oh. But instead, I'm like, is she, like... Erica? She might be more like Kristen Takeman, who mm-hmm. actually was... Oh, the boring she, housewife? She was a boring housewife. She got interesting at, when she got fired from the show, and her husband, Josh, was found to be a client of AshleyMadison.com. Um, backslash... Dot for love. Um, but I... I was sort of engaged by her. Like, yeah, more than Kristen. Like, I was... Okay, if not Erica, maybe Eileen... Yeah, but a better Eileen. Because better than Eileen. Eileen is... Team Davidson, too, hashtag. No, Eileen is super real and great and smart and whatever, but like, mm, I mean, like glue is necessary because it keeps things together, but I don't really want to like sit down to watch 50 minutes of glue drying. I don't think she's I, like, glue putting things purpose. together. I think she's more like frosting, holding the layers of a cake together. Do you want to lick yes, Eileen? Yes, I do want to lick Eileen. From Fine. She's frosting, but... To, well, from just vag. She's from frosting. vag to page. She's frosting, but she's like white frosting. Yeah, my favorite. White frosting can be no one's favorite. Buttercream. Um, I die for buttercream, but it should be pink, it should be blue, it should be green, it should be yellow. You're complaining that there's a lack of food coloring in Eileen's frosting? I, I really am, and also her hair. 
I 100% am. So um, wait, you should not talk about people with white hair. I have beautiful golden blonde. So does Eileen. Balayage. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. Um, What's wrong so, with – You know, actually, now while we're on the subject of Eileen's hair – Tell off, me everything. Not on our fight, like in real Yeah, love talk, it. Into it. Sometimes Eileen's hair looks so beautiful and like sometimes like lustrous. Sometimes not color wise, but just like yeah. Sometimes it looks like, just like so thin and stringy and lifeless. Yeah, I think it depends on when production is paying but to get like, it done. Yeah, but sometimes to like fancy events, she shows up with dumb with bad hair. Yeah, I think it depends on who if production. She's is like, I'm married to, to a rock star. I have a TV career. I She's don't care. She's married to a tennis pro. She's not married <laughs> to a rock star. No, that's not no, that's not me making a joke. That's me being 100. percent I know. Am Vince, I that wrong? <laughs> Vince Manhattan is a tennis pro. I thought he was like a drummer. <laughs> I think his goal in life would be to be a drummer, but he's not coordinated enough, so he he shoots the ball around the court and at euphemism? some country club at like a YMCA or whatever is like the Beverly Hills equivalent. Still, so I wouldn't think she'd have to like save money on like hairs. No, because, no, no. Here's the difference between Eileen and, and the rest of these bitches, including myself. Eileen is too smart to pay for hair and makeup. Eileen is going to do it herself unless someone else is covering it. I, Susie Underemployment, will go to a corner yes, Korean and pay $30 for How my much does hair. it cost you all in to go out and look your best one night? It depends on who I'm about to go on a date with. Top top drawer so i don't pay full price for anything so i but all your discounts put together like what's the total cost for you to look your best on a night out um (laughs) a couple hundred (laughs) 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 but you guys if you are that man it's worth it no don't i look amazing yeah how's your love life we're not gonna talk talk to you about that after um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's, that's an after show. Mine is a that's, a, wow. that's an after show. Um, so let's you guys think it's like it's somebody into you when they call you Mister. <laughs> what? When they're like, "Hey, Mister," is that romantic? <gasps> or if not? a man says, "Hey, Mister," it yeah. depends on if he's fucking you at that moment. If he says it, and he's not fucking you. I'll take almost anything. Yeah, just don't. Call I've me had people call me sweetie, and it drives me up a wall. I hate it. I love babe. I love baby. You can call me almost anything. Just don't call me sweetie because it makes me feel like you're not looking at me in a sexual lens. Yeah, that's fair. And you don't always need to look at me in a sexual way, but like that should be in the back of your mind. Like, how yeah. hot does hair look? Okay, continuing on. Tinsley more. I think we're pro. Is basically the long we and are short pro. Of it. I'm curious to see. So this the teaser from next week is is Tinsley going out with Dorinda and Co and saying I didn't tell Sonia I was here. I have a couple questions. Dorinda and uh, it was Dorinda and maybe Lou. I don't know what the oh, Dorinda was. and Co. Yeah, company. Yeah, I do not think Lou would appreciate being referred to as and Co. The movie star <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> Well, she's no longer a countess, so what is she? She's a she's married better lady. better than Dorinda, however you slice she's, the fucking She's Sadie, Sadie, married lady. It's like, it's it's over now. I love her. I still die for her, but she's a D'Agostino. It's a different yes, aesthetic. Yes, D'Agostino is one of the top market chains in New York City. Of which she is not affiliated, because Thomas D'Agostino does not come from the shitty market chain family. Shitty? Do you ever go shopping at a D'Agostino? It's not Fairway. If she was married... To Thomas Fairway. I don't Fairway. shop at any market. I shop at an overpriced, quote-unquote, health food bodega on the corner by my house in Williamsburg. We're getting off topic. We are getting off topic. Tinsley anyway, Dorinda, Dorinda, and you know, I think Dorinda's lame. Sorry, wait, we just had to cut something I said that wasn't appropriate for public consumption. What are you talking about? You think Dorinda's lame? Dorinda She's not is- as cool as Luann, that's all. Okay. okay. Because we don't. know as listeners don't. of the show. No, that's not why. Don't do that. <laughs> Here's what I think. 
something is slowly going to start to happen, and maybe we need to have like a little bit of an intervention. Is that you're really good friends with Teresa, and I love and respect you, yeah. but not your like total blind support of Teresa Judice 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 because I think it's completely almost invalid, and I think that what is going to happen is as you continue working with the Countess. And I will call her the Countess because that is who she is in my eyes. And mine as well. Great. And all of America's because we do not support this marriage. Um, (laughs) That's not why. (laughs) Of course it's not. See, you're already defending her. (laughs) Is that as you continue working with her and you like spend time in, you know, the the shadow of her like gravelly voice and her like ultra sexy, like living in Tom D'Agostino's penthouse apartment because it's on the top floor. (laughs) It's not exactly a penthouse, but we'll give her that. Is that you're going to defend her just blindly for the rest of the season. And Ben, I don't know if I can take it because in this week's episode, she did some shit like what? that wasn't great. Case in point, she and Ramona 100% strategized that Ramona was going to bring up this like sex tape, whatever X-rated porn film, which was really just a B-level movie that Bethany appeared in topless for You're trying to blame seconds. Luann for what Ramona did? No, I'm not. Here's what I'm actually trying to blame Luann for. Luane, Luane's, Luane's, Here's what I think. Here's where Luann went wrong. Luann egged on Ramona and defended Ramona blindly because she knew that Ramona was attacking Bethany and she was here for it, which I don't begrudge her after everything that she and Bethany went through. But then Bethany leaves because they're calling her a witch and wicked and whatever the fuck. And she's too vulnerable. <laughs> and she's too... Right. And Bethany's like over it. And Luann Contrary says, to, to common sense bethany claims to have feelings right true and beth and luann says why couldn't she have stayed at least with whatever happened in the berkshires i stayed implying that because bethany left that she wasn't that she was wrong in the situation and i thought that was completely i didn't take it to mean that i took it as i thought luann took it i thought luann was building herself up for having had the the, here, you'll like this. I'm about to diss her. Okay. Luran was building herself up for having the grit to stay in the Berkshire yeah, yeah, even yeah. though she's being treated like shit. Right. An alternate reading of which situation would be is Bethany that... has self-respect and right. so thirsty. And when they were being bitches to her, she took off. I 100% agree with you. Look at us. We're both we're yeah. critiquing Luann's but I don't, defense. I, I'm not critiquing Luann. I'm just acknowledging. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh, that is actually not an acknowledgement. That is a critique because what Luann was saying was you should have taken it because you're on this show and it means that you have to take whatever comes at you. And I actually thought that Bethany was right in leaving the restaurant at that point because nothing was happening because Ramona was turning against her. Ramona was... But those things are actually incomparable. One of the good things about being Bethany besides like having to go to bed with Satan every night is that she can absolutely afford to leave. A, it doesn't hurt her standing on the Production show. Production will never be her. she doesn't have right. to worry about the show anyway because she's got more money than God. Right. You no, know, whereas Luann, like, if she starts, it. like, leaving every time they're mean to her, she's not going to have a lot of time on screen this season. Right. You know? that's, that's 100% correct. And I thought that was a really valid – kudos to you, mazel to you, because I thought that was a really valid critique of Luann's half-assed hand. It is, again. <laughs> okay. This is Ben Rimmelauer presenting Kellyanne Conway Alternative Facts. How do we no, know that's not what an alternative fact is. Isn't it? Because no. I think Ramona taught me what alternative fact An alternative fact would be if I was misrepresenting what happened on the show. You are misrepresenting things that you are saying out loud. You no, are saying you're that taking you the are wrong saying, spirit from what I'm saying. Absolutely not. You are critiquing Luann and you're like, I'm not critiquing. I'm describing something that appears to be a critique in a dictionary, but it isn't. It's, it's not, just a description. That's not what a critique. Okay, I'm critiquing her literally as in like, I'm like... <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> okay. scholarly yeah, we're analyzing like what she did. Yeah, I'm but it. I'm not. I'm not saying that it reflects poorly on her. How does I relate not- to Luann? I think many of us could be in a situation where we try to make. I will say this: Luann did a false equivalency between her situation and Bethany's situation okay. to make herself feel like Bethany's equal. When in reality, we all know that Bethany has the power and Luann does not. And that is what I call a really interesting, well phrased, well executed critique. No, that- I have nothing but empathy for her. Yeah, but you're you have nothing but empathy for this description of her personality that you agree with and in some ways can understand and appreciate and it is a critique of that personality. Okay, fine. Terrific. But I, I but I say it without ill intent. So oh my god, I swear to God. Um make <laughs> America great again. Hashtag now. make America great again. So um, I can read it on your vagina and there's no E in grass. Oh god, spreading my legs into it. Um, oh when you so, spread I can see the E. Yeah, you can. And I'm not wearing panties. PK, can you hear me? Um, just kidding. No, I totally am. I am PK, disgusting. You're disgusting. Um, so what did you think about Ramona actually bringing that conversation up at the dinner? I thought she was doing it because she was pissed about this stupid puppy thing of Bethany not telling her she got dogs. <laughs> Ramona taking that as being like, you no longer care about us being friends. And I was there for you I, when you were bleeding out. I really this is think a, this is a patriotic vagina special. So I'm going to figure out a way. And so we're going to talk. I'm going to bring this up because I want you to be vulnerable to us. So I'm going to demand vulnerability. And when you don't respond with anger or hate, I'm going to assume that that means you're not open ever. So I'm going to make fun of you and call you a wicked witch. It didn't. I was like, Ramona, you're going from zero to a million. Like there's not a number on the scale of how you're trying to piece this together. That makes in any kind of sense, any kind of sense. And I actually want to, if I have it, um, I'm just going to read you a little bit of Ramona's blog. <laughs> okay. This is in Ramona's blog is yeah, two sentences yeah, because yeah. they, they no longer care. Aggressive, inappropriate, or just a bitch. That's the question I ask myself. Well, first I know that I am not the bitch, the bitch. Was my delivery inappropriate? Bad timing or just aggressive? Well, here are my thoughts. Can None you try of- to do the speech impediment so you sound like her? None of these was. Here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. None of those words fully describe what happened at the restaurant. As we sat there chatting, yes, I did come out and ask her directly if anyone had said anything to bring about Bethany's pictures. I just love the idea. Sidebar, this is me. I just love the idea of Ramona like genuinely trying to th- say like, yeah, I, I think six-year-olds would talk about this. Uh, back to no, the book. If you recall, her concern was that a nine-year-old would approach the six-year-old <laughs> she with, gets the, into with it. the scoop. <laughs> I loved it. Maybe I'm... that happens on like real nine-year-olds. But Ramona doesn't, well, Ramona doesn't know any child in New York that's ever gone to public school, so this is what she assumes happens. But does Bryn really go to public school? Yeah, she goes to public school in, this, in the way that Cynthia Nixon's kids go to public school. So Which you can, way like, is make that? It a, this is Bethany's political stance. It's like this is how Beth. This is the only way that Bethany can appear to be relatable by like throwing her children under the bus and being like, Bryn, you're not going to go to Brearley. You're going to go to like P.S. Whatever the fuck, because I'm a I'm a one woman of the people. I have no idea. Maybe, like maybe the kids like fucked up and like needs some sort of training. Oh. I don't know. Well, there's private schools for that too. True. Although. B, okay, back to Ramona. Although B, of course, has a quick tongue and is fast thinking, she needs to attack. As opposed to Ramona, who has a slow tongue and Ramona cannot cares. think at all. Better Malara, Ramona cares. Okay, Ramona cares. She does care. Them. I'll give you that. Ramona cares. Ramona cares. My question might have been better if I worded it better, but WTF, and that's in caps lock. I mean, like, really? <laughs> 
Someone 100% read this to an intern who typed this up. Yeah. I mean, like, really, is she that defensive that she needed to say, yes, Diane Sawyer came to the playground? She knew damn well that is not what I meant. She also knows what I went through while Avery was younger and I was on the show. People do talk. The adults talk to each other and the kids hear it and repeat. So I was just asking. It's not that unusual. U-N-U-S-A-L. Unusual. You can have it both ways. Either she dictated it to an intern <laughs> or she spelled the word Who wrong. says she, the interns aren't getting paid enough to type? It's uh, to type well. It's not that unusual for a 10-year-old to walk over to a 6-year-old and say, my mother said your mother is a dot, dot, dot. But Beth B needs to add the drama and talk about me being a drama queen. Maybe she needs to watch herself. Then to shut me out and turn off and leave, maybe she thinks she's still in the playground and didn't get her turn on the swing. She really can dish it out and she can't take the heat. Okay, those are some of the smartest things Ramona's ever said. I think they're some of the dumbest things Ramona's ever said, but continue. (laughs) Well, I think her reading of Bethany is not so wrong. Yeah, you know? I think there's a grain of truth there. However, which is that Bethany will show us and photos of Dennis and not Dennis on camera really interacting. Yeah. Ramona is a fucking crazy fool, and like nothing she does on the show has any bearing on anything. And also, she's out of her mind to like not kiss ass to Bethany because she needs Bethany. Well, Bethany is all she's ever had the last like five years. And also, it's not the worst idea to turn on Bethany because it gives good plot, which I actually, I don't think Ramona thinks about giving. I think Ramona can strategize about humiliating people because that's just her mechanism as like an animal person. But I don't think she thinks Let's about... Animal, as an animal. As an animal. I don't think she thinks about how she will appear on camera, except that she is like Trump well, she in might, that she... Mm, but, I don't think but she But her really does. concept is off. I think she will always support... And I remember, actually... So she was bringing up that stuff in that scene, and I knew exactly what the fuck she was talking about. Because when she... This was several, several seasons ago. Avery was asked to leave her private school, and it was all in page six, several, several pieces, because I love of, the way she says, Avery. It's fine. fine. B-I. I I mean, she has got some fun words. What Um, is B-I? It means bitch. But instead of saying B, she says B-I, which makes me think of a B-M, but then I'm like, I'll give it to you, I'm always like, bastrointestinal. (laughs) She's a little bit of a... But Ramona actually did go through stuff at her private school with her group of friends because the school was really upset and embarrassed about... Avery was like 15 at the time. Right. Avery was a teenager. And also, when she started talking about my friend, photos of my friend that were released, I am 98.6% certain that she's talking about Alex McCord. Because when Alex McCord essentially leaked photos of herself posed naked at Simon's Midtown Hotel, it... It caused a little bit of a ruckus, and I'm sure that that had aftershocks for these women who are... I don't want to use the word socialite because I don't think it applies to anyone. It didn't ever really apply to Jill. Except Luann. And it doesn't... It, it did apply to Luann. Luann... Yeah, no, I agree with that. Because Luann had the European whatever. It didn't apply to Sonia, who's pretending that she's been best friends with Tinsley for 15 years, which is not true. T- the only true socialite on this show currently is Tinsley, who's sort of like a retired... Um, Carol. Former socialite. Carol was never a socialite because she didn't buy into that world. She had the name behind her, but she actually did work in news. She sort of rejected true, it. True, true. Um, Carol probably spoke about socialites, but she didn't She didn't live no, that no, life no, the way right. Tinsley did. You're right. And so I thought to myself, so Sonia's talking about something that happened in production, and I'm pretty sure that what she's talking about is the leaked pictures of Alex. And Sonia does, there, uh, Ramona rather, Ramona has that nugget of truth where she's saying, like, my kid went through shit. 
the difference is her child was a tween and then a teenager and, also, and not a six-year-old. Why is it that every moron I've ever met knows this, but Ramona doesn't? Why? Like, if you think you have something that you can, like, impart wisdom to Bethany from your experience and you think you can be helpful. Don't threaten them with it? She doesn't want it. She doesn't want to hear it. That Ramona, Bethany is not looking for, like words of wisdom from Ramona. Maybe Ramona's thinking it's not about words of wisdom. It's just forcing someone to be more vulnerable and holding it over their head when they don't respond in the manner that you would have. You I mean, know? I don't mean to defend Bethany, but like Ramona, get a life. So what do you think is going to happen with, so Bethany and Ramona were both talking about some sort of like before the season started, some sort of confrontation that they were going to have. Do you think that this counts as that or that something else happens later this God, season? I hope this doesn't count. Neither do I, because I don't think this was that big a deal. Bethany, though, saying that no amount of, like, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I love yous will ever get over that. And I wonder how this will affect the rest of their friendship. Now, the Countess, your best friend, um, has said in interviews that she and Bethany actually get closer throughout the season, which I'm curious to see. I mean, I was talking to a friend about this earlier today who said, who expressed some concern that they're already at each other's throats. Everyone is sort of angry this season. And I'm not against it because I feel like this is real fire. I mean, everything that's happening with Dorinda and Sonia is pretty much based on shit that happened at the end of last season. Dorinda is pissed as shit that Sonia brought up the fact that she may or may not do coke and said that on camera repeatedly. That's the new housewife thing. Is to be a cokehead? To accuse other people of being a cokehead. To accuse, yes. They've been doing it long before. Yeah, it was long after it was trendy, let's say. Real cokeheads of New York City. Amen. Um, and Sonia is upset that she didn't get that time on camera. Um, in yes, the Berkshires, she and she and will hold that. She will. Let it she go. won't let it go. And you know, she refuses to acknowledge Dorinda. Right? She. That's the problem. Sonia's doing stuff to hurt Dorinda, and refusing to acknowledge that at least Dorinda should came from a place of like you're not well right now, yeah. and I don't want to subject you. And you're watching the show. Do you not see that Bethany was not in the mood to have a real conversation, and Sonia would not have been able to take the bombs that Bethany no. would have thrown. Judged by that, those scenes last season of Sonia and Bethany in Bethany's office where Bethany's like, I hate you. I never want to talk to you again. Sonia, Sonia was really, really upset. And to think that it would have escalated. That's when she was releasing mini girl margaritas. That's when she was releasing tipsy girl, which was in the news, which was in the news this week or a week ago on page six, because like, I don't think they're even Peter, that sort of horrible faux businessman. I don't think they're really working together anymore. She's not a real thing, right? No, they, they really went into business together. But nothing was actually released, right? Well, bottles of Tipsy Girl were sold at a liquor store in like downtown at liquor store. <laughs> like, at liquor store. And then Peter was releasing... Like, I've sold bottles of liquor from my apartment. Does that make me a national brand? Yeah, it makes you a business mogul, according business to Sonia. If you I could, like making my own money. I find it to be... Aphrodisiac. Um, I... I don't know what's happening now. Then he was going to release, then he was going to open a restaurant called Tipsy Girl in New York and he couldn't get a liquor license. So he was like doing it in Connecticut or Jersey or something. I mean, Damien and I had interactions with Peter. Yeah. Peter reached out to us or something about sending us bottles of Tipsy Girl when it arrived from Italy, which we were like super excited about waiting. Did it ever come? It arrived in New York City. It arrived to Ellis Island or whatever the fuck, but we did certainly not get our, um, our little bottles and we followed up with him and we're like hey peter what's up um where's our free booze and he never he ghosted us i got ghosted by sonia's business whatever and you're not the only one 
what do you think? I mean, how is Sonia survive? Sonia needs to sell that house, move into like some sort of modern, she would never, but like move into some sort of like two bedroom, half bath, (laughs) shower in the kitchen for like three to $4 million (laughs) and then invest the extra million and a half, two mil, not in a movie that's going to sue her, but in just like getting her shit together. I, I think she probably mortgaged the townhouse so she has lots of money. But she knows she's to on a fixed her, income for the rest of her life, so she she mortgages the town. Do you think to like pay her legal bills? She well, has legal bills get, of millions of dollars right, on top I, of the judgment. Right, but okay, what what was the judgment? Twenty five million? No, the judgment I I want to say was like six. I okay. forget. So I what knew was her legal point. bills? Were what like three or something? Two? One? I think I think more than one, which is astounding. Okay, so let's when say you think it was The fact that she has actually the townhouse, got, she had to get what twenty five million, forty no, million. The townhouse was for um, on the market for like six or seven, and it's next to a, a drive. A, a garage or something, so it's like not in a great area on the east side. And the elevator is not safe. And the ele- elevator is not safe. And is Tinsley actually giving Sonia money? Is it is it like a Sonia Airbnb? I think, I think she's paying her in interns. I think she's paying her in interns, which Tinsley said in an interview for the New York Post that she's not allowed to like look the interns in the eye. Which I was like, Sonia, these are college students who are living with you instead of at the NYU dorm. Like they, they're people. They are young children. This is sort of a slavery situation, but like they're people. Like they can say hello to your guests or clients or whatever the fuck. Like it's that's that made me kind of like a little sad. But I, all of this to say, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? Who's in the right with Dorinda and Sonia? It, it, either of them? Neither. I think Dorinda more than Sonia. Except I do think that Dorinda does coke, so then it doesn't really matter. But yeah. I get why Dorinda would be pissed because Sonia's bringing up stuff that feels like it's crossing right. a line in this world. And New York is different in that these women are all do coke. <laughs> True. But these women are sort of friends, or at least they're connected and there's a lot of history there. They there there are a lot different of scars. From different from um I would say I can't bring up new franchises, but maybe different from Beverly Hills. Those women are go back of several years. A couple of them. Not I mean Rina does with them just because she's been in that world for so long, but Same with Eileen. No, not same with Eileen. Not same, obviously, with Eden. Not Eden, same no, with we're not Kim. Eden. Yeah, it's the season's over. We know Eden's not coming back. We don't have to ever mention her again. True that. I, I, I think that there's just more of a spirit and a vibe and a fire in New York. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. It's, so I, I don't know how this is going to go down. I think that Dorinda feels like Sonia really crossed a line, and Sonia Ramona, feels like Dorinda crossed Sonia, a line. Sonia, Luann, and Bethany have all been around for a very long time on the show. That's a l- large percentage of like OG people. Right. The only person who's not an OG is Carol and Dorinda, right. but Dorinda has been connected to these women for many, many right. years. I mean, these women go back, they go back 15, 20 years. It's not just about recording on yeah. camera. It's also about their friendships. Dry cleaning. Yeah. And cocaine. Madam, whatever. I was about to say, Madam Tussauds. What's the name of it? Madam, oh my God, I just forgot the name of John Modessian's dry cleaning, which oh, is like literally in my neighborhood. Madam um, Morrible. Zaren Fabrics. Love it. Um, so I think we can kind of put New York to bed. I think that it's giving us a lot. I am so curious to see what happens in Berkshire's The Remix. I'd like to make a prediction. Tell me everything. We hate Bethany and never go back to liking her ever again. I think that Bethany and Ram- If Damien's Ramona, listening to this, he just can't. I think well, Ramona will go back to kissing Bethany's ass very shortly. I don't know that it'll be. Mm, I I don't know that it'll be kissing kissing or, her ass, but I think it's we're three episodes. Or that'll be 20. the conflict of the season. There'll be this nonsense between Bethany and Ramona. 
I think. Oh God, Which I hope, God, it's, I hope not. it's not true. Because there's so I don't much give a more. Fuck about Bethany's this isn't even. This isn't even Ramona at full emotional. Like this isn't even. But this you know how they take a, those things that don't matter, like this. Oh my God, you guys take two. <laughs> So we need to talk a little bit about what just happened. So Which, ben, you know what's weird is for them, no time has gone by. Literally. <laughs> you guys, for all you know, like we just like pressed pause. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna pretend that we pressed pause, but in actuality what happened was we had a technical glitch, which every week, every the the slogan of the show is technical glitches. Technical oh my God. bitches. If these microphones could talk. <laughs> Microphones could talk, maybe like fucking kill me. Um, so we were in the middle of talking about something related to New York, and then the um, our beloved recording device got a little um, fakakta, and so we went and searched and actually just rented a rehearsal studio. Which, if you are that doesn't not, make sense to them, you realize. I'm gonna say if you are not of in the Broadway community or something, just imagine I just paid thousands of dollars. <laughs> Thousands of pennies. No, Thousands but I mean, what, they're going to be thinking, like, if your recording device broke, what good was, like, a rehearsal studio? Actually, they're probably thinking, oh, they're oh, into a recording studio. Our, if we want to get technical, which... We don't. We know that I am excellent at, case in point, this technical issue. The SD card stopped working, so I am really hopeful that I will be able to split. So she had to buy a new SD card, so I had to buy a we new were SD being card. kicked out of the space we were, we were in. Getting, we are being kicked out of the space by... <laughs> I'm a professional storyteller. You are. You're excellent. And now we are in a rehearsal studio where I am facing a mirror, which and I am now staring I at instead of Ben Ramon's face. <laughs> and there's an opera singer next door to us, and I'm that so That was excited. the opera singer just now. That dulcet tone. Loved it. Oh, is Luann next door? Maybe it's Luann practicing for her cabaret show that you're going to start with her in. Okay, wait. You know so what? we need that. Money we're can't get... buy you class, but if you're Sarah... It can't can. buy you anything. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to remember that tagline for next week. Okay, wait. Sheik say, not she. Oh, no, you guys. Um, you okay. broke <laughs> motherfucking girl code. I did. Um, wait, so what we were just talking about before two seconds ago. The issue of whether or not the Bethany and Ramona conflict would continue and whether or not it would still be about this issue of the nudie pics. Right. And, and I was saying, I re- we both were saying we hope that this is not the battle of the season, this stupid conflict. As opposed to what was happening with the Jersey twins. I know, and I brought up the Jersey twins with the slept with the mother. Or I could bring up But that the, was actually really interesting when that happened. Okay, so bad example. Let's bring up instead Kim, whether she's close to death or not. Right. I so feel like put the microphone next to your mouth for ten minutes a dick. There we go. Um <laughs> Okay, this is great. You guys, this is why we're rated explicit. This episode they of can't Ben see what I was just doing to that microphone. That the point is sometimes on Housewives they take something that's not interesting. When it happens, and then they make it the plot of the right, whole season. Right, but I think I think we're I think New York is too smart for that because there's always something that's constantly happening. Trying to make Versus, it interesting. Huh? Trying to make it interesting. What? Whether I'm right or wrong. Yeah, let's bet something. Okay. What are we gonna bet? I say, if I have like eight side bets with Damien, so this is great. Yeah, let's add on. If I'm right. And this thing about Bethany's pictures becomes an issue for the entire season. Which I know you're wrong about. Just like Erica's underwear. Wait, Bethany's just pictures? Like Erica's underwear, Bethany's pictures are like the Erica's reactions. Underwear. 
Because Erica's underwear no, wasn't about the underwear, scandal, it was about the reaction. Yeah, every scandal has... It's also about the reaction? Yeah, the reaction... Okay, well, then that, it becomes... Now it becomes now a little bit I'm more right. tenuous. Now no, I, I still right. think you're wrong, but I think it's a, okay. a harder so bet. If I'm right... What do you get? If I'm right, you have to change the name of this podcast. For a day? No. Permanently. Can't do it. To, to what? Andy's Girls and Patty's Boy. <laughs> can't do it <laughs> okay and if i'm wrong and if you're wrong which listeners i hope because it's hard enough to find us on itunes that you are in fact oh, wrong know, i'm sorry um sarah said that we'd be out of here in 10 minutes so we have to go <laughs> oh my god you guys such a good week <laughs> um i think that you are 100 percent wrong and i think that if you are proven wrong um I will sing 16 bars at, which is actually a punishment for both of us, at one of Luann's um, musical reviews, ideally in the gayest venue. See, neither of us want the reward. So this is a punishment for both of us, either way. (laughs) No. Because it's not realistic. My reward is that we will go to um, a karaoke room. Okay. And you will sing a bunch of songs on my request. I will sing half of one song at your request. A bunch of songs. One half of a song. I'll yeah. sing 32 bars. And then if I am right, yeah. I... What do I do? Something with Luann. Something with Luann and no. Tom. Um, Victoria De La Seps and I go for a drive. No? Two, two, on, two on the news? I don't week. have power over Victoria. Okay, I'm so true. tired. I can't believe I have to go see a play. <laughs> It's been the longest day. Okay, so we're going to switch gears from this bet that we are totally already over. Because it. <laughs> um, it's not fair to either of us. And by either of us, I mean me, and I am the most important. Um, so let's just talk a little bit, super briefly. We're not going to talk about Atlanta, guys, because genuinely I've been texting Damien, and I've been having panic attacks about what is going to happen in this four-part Damien Atlanta reunion. a lot of airtime today. Damien has gotten a lot of airtime today, but he may or may not listen to this, and I'm not even going to mention to him that he gets mentioned, and I'm just going to see if he listens. Um, so, um, Damien, so if wait, you're listening. let's test it for real. Is Damien cute? Damien's super cute. Wait, you've met Damien. When? You were, you guested on one of his shows. Um, so into it. What's That's so Dam- into it? <laughs> what is so into it? Ben, you, you guessed it. Remember you gave. He's really going to see if you. Um, at UCB, at the Beast. You, oh, a live show. Yeah. Oh, wait, which he was the boy. He's the host of it. I think I loved him, right? Yeah, you thought he was adorable. Can't remember. Okay, great. Um, Damien, I mean, I remember memorable. my performance. <laughs> Your performance. And I remember right. the girl. The hairspray. That he co-hosts it with. Anne Rodeman. She's a lesbian. She is. Yeah, but he's yes. gay. She's gay. I remember her. Okay. And I remember you. Well, I'm terrific. And I remember I ran into somebody that I randomly know. Love it. We are so <laughs> off topic. And I'm going to steer this ship as it sinks just on over to Beverly Hills next to the sinking ship that is Kim Richards. And I just want to talk very briefly about it. A couple things. First off. I'm really off the rails. <laughs> you are. It's cool. It's my fault. First off, Lisa Rinna, allegedly Lisa Rinna is allegedly possibly not going to be on the show next season. I think that is a huge mistake. That can't be true. Well, apparently they were talking about it on something. I actually don't know the source. Nobody ever leaves in a in a in a in a, in a flurry of of conflict. Well, for Danielle, allegedly, sure, allegedly they and didn't even ask that her back. Was the season after the real? Conflict. Well, allegedly this is comparable to when Brandy was no longer asked back, where Brandy pretended that it was you know I decided, and it was really they fired Isn't me. The producers fired Lisa Rinna. I think that 
it's possible that she won't return back. You a gesture that was like, stop talking, you're being really annoying. No, I gave you a gesture that was like, put your microphone near your mouth where the sound comes out. Just like Judy and Liza. (laughs) Yes. So I I don't know if that's true. I think it would be a huge mistake if it wasn't because Lisa Rinna is such a mess. And there were things that were brought up on part two this week where I was genuinely like, what? Like the fact that she actually admitted on camera that the only reason that she said that Kim Richards was near death was because she was upset about what happened at the cheesecake party that she, right? That was the right. Oh no, no. It was a different party that she was upset about what, that Kim refused to take responsibility for what she had inferred and about Harry Hamlin was so kind of crazy to me because I actually thought, no, she's going to say something about how her sister died and OD'd or something. But she was, she, Lisa Renna, to her own detriment, as most things are to Lisa Renna, just said, I was angry and wanted you to feel bad. Why she's admitting that over and oh, she's the opposite of LVP, who's like, I never, I never, British humor, I never. Lisa Renna's like, no, I did that to be mean, I did that to be mean, I did that to be mean, which isn't actually even really good TV. Because no. it cuts it off at the legs. Because now you know there was no yeah. actual strategy and behind be honest, this. Or if it was, it was Of just... all the crap people have said on the Housewives show, when Lisa was saying that about Kim being close to death, I wasn't like, why would she viciously lie? I was like, oh, yeah. she knows shit. Right. And it turns out she actually doesn't. Wait. So, oh, she really? It's truly false? She said, and I watched, see, this is why you need to watch the shows more than once, because the second time I, and I'll pretend it's the second and not the fourth, the second time I watched um, uh, round two this week, I was like, oh my God, she just genuinely admitted she did it because she was just Are you sure fucking that's what with him. I really am. I would have noticed that. I mean, Roll listeners, fact check me. Yeah, I know. Let's go to the TV. High production value here. So I, I thought that was super interesting and crazy. We obviously have to talk about the bunny because the re- okay, Ben's just picked up a waste basket. Ben, stay I'm sure on I'm message. Fine. I'm sure. I'm fine. <laughs> Great. Ben's preparing to bomb. Um, Kim Richards is if a I piece of shit. Right. Kim Richards is a piece of shit. Everyone knows it, including Kyle, which is why Kyle was trying not to laugh, biting her finger, which was actually Wait, more was funnier to me than anyone else Kim is a piece of shit Kyle knew obviously that the bunny thing was about to happen and was laughing early because she knew that shit was about to go she down like, and was so Kyle uncomfortable the church giggles about the bunny oh I 100% think that that's hilarious that Kyle had the church giggles about the money of uh, the bunny and knew it was gonna happen because Kyle's defense of what Kim was doing after the fact was so well strategized like Kim had forgotten to say the reasons that she was doing what she was doing and Kyle was gently reminding her oh, when Kyle kept being like she's just superstitious right she's just superstitious right so try, try to remind kim of why she was acting like a complete dick i mean that was it was funny re again re-watching the episode because to see the wheels turn with kim where she's like dangling a carrot for lack of a better term where she's like yeah we'll be friends and like we blah 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 because you know in the back of her head she's thinking like i'm about to fuck her i'm about to fuck her yeah and lisa renna has no idea that this is gonna happen so lisa renna is engaged in the idea that she's actually gotten away with some really shitty behavior that she did in the name of her marriage and whatever and lisa renna is riding this train because she's too smart to think that she's about to get completely driven over by yeah. kim richards so when kim richards drives over her by giving her this fucking cellophane whatever wrapped piece of shit three cent bunny yeah i don't think that i i truly don't think that lisa renna was genuinely offended by it i think lisa renna was probably exhausted and was like 
and was upset about the fact that she knew she had just been fucked. And then I think Lisa Rinna was done. Like, I think when she was like, the energy is off, what she meant was like, I was completely fucked. I had no idea this was about to happen and I need to remove myself for a second because Kim Richards just kind of won one over me, even though it was crazy. And we all know it was, and Kim Richards is a horrible piece of shit. She was certainly more successful at being duplicitous than Lisa Rinna was. And that's why Lisa Rinna, Rinna removed herself. Eileen, smartest woman on the planet, knew exactly what was happening, say it, said it publicly. And then Kyle's trying to engage Kim in remembering how to get away with doing this and not looking like a, a complete dick and is saying you should talk to her. They tell her to take the bunny with her, which is completely insane and felt like a Jerry Springer behind the scenes totally. where you're like watching it the guest so who like Springer. literally it's a father who had like sex with his daughter and he's like walking to the back to like give her a puppy or something. It was like completely yeah, insane and trashy. I don't know. Whatever they did on Jerry Springer, I really didn't know. And I dated a producer from the Jerry Springer show, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, so just like walking to the back and then that moment where she's like, where, you know, Kim says like, can I talk to you about why? And then Lisa Rinna pauses for a second and she just goes, no. no. And she said it in such a direct, it was actually so much more true to Lisa Rinna's spirit than a single fake tear, which was actually my second, my two favorite moments for this was no, Lisa Rinna's and the tear, which I couldn't stop laughing because it was so good. It was like so soap opera, so beautifully just the documented the, the camera. Makeup, it was great. I loved how did it. She do it though. She relied on her. You watched it twice. I watched it like six or seven times. Okay, so was there a cut during which she had time to put an advising in or was it a single shot? No, it was a single shot, but it was a maybe a cropped. It was like a little bit of a close up, like lame. No, I remember the close up. Yeah, yeah. But you're saying that it had to be a real tear. Yeah, it was a real tear, but from a false source. You know, do you ever have? I had a friend that was in performing when she was a very, very young yeah. kid, and she was on a show. I don't remember what it was, where she had to cry so much. So she had us. Her parents had a surgery so that she could cry really easily on camera. And I always think about her in these weird times where someone's fake crying because it's a real tear in the sense that your body is activating tears, but it's not really because you're truly upset. It's because you're so used to fake crying but or when producing have we ever seen tears. Lisa Rinna cry. Honestly, I didn't think. Forget even emotions, real or fake. Maybe she was I didn't saving think her it. Face could produce tears. Maybe she was saving it for a moment like, like this. I thought her upper face was just Kelly styrofoam. Clarkson. No, I think she she comes from a soap opera background. She knows how to fake cry. Isn't soap opera not what she comes from? I thought she came from like E Entertainment Television. She comes from like Melrose Place and stuff. Oh right, she does come from Melrose Place. Yeah, from like all that stuff. I'm so sorry. Then just you guys. <laughs> Ben just burped. Awesome. This is no, that was a fart. Oh, this came great. out of my mouth. Thank you. Um, so I think that I, I think that it was. I, I know it was a great when she said it was great no, TV, and the, and Beverly Hills three reunions have no. been terrible. Like, do there's we, a part three, right? There's a part three where just everyone is mute for 44 minutes plus commercials, and none of us know? notice. Because I think there is a part. Yeah, because they had scenes for next week. There's I mean, how do you know everyone's mute? Because nothing is happening on Beverly Hills. And this, this reunion cycle has been so stupid. I, I really can't. Wait, I, the PK, are you able to predict the third episode of a reunion before it airs? Of course I am. I am Sarah. I didn't know you had that skill. Um, this is kind of my uber talent. Is okay, anything I want to know everything that's going to happen on this coming Tuesday. 
Wednesday? Tuesday at 9. Tuesday at 9. Nothing is going to happen. I'm telling you that right now. No, but listen, when nothing happens on Housewives, a lot happens. I don't know if Kim is going to be back for part three. I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy that she's getting this much screen time. Totally. Because then she can never object ever again to people talking about her addiction. And also, she's not back. She's an angry, bitchy, broken bird. And if we're going to have her back. Right here, folks. Angry, bitchy, bitchy, broken, broken. Burn. And tweet, tweet, guys. If she if she's gonna come back and nobody really wants her to come back as an official friend, then we should have the ability to get more of her. But she's okay. What does Kyle withholding? honestly feel for Kim? A sisterly love in the sense that she knows that Kim is pretending to hold it together, and she can appreciate and respect a little bit of a false but more successfully held together version of Kim than the total mess that she was before. I mean, there are questions about what... what Is Kyle happy Kim is off the show? I am sure she is, but that's buffered by the fact that so many people are talking about Kim while she's off the show that any mention of Kim is not great because it's not going to be like how wonderful your sister looks. It's going to be like, is your sister near death? Is she not? Is she using? Is she not? Is she going to classes? Is she not? Is she going to Target? Is she not? Is she going to Target? Is she not? Is she paying while she's at Target? Is she what not? Is she well, allowed let's talk to about watch that grandbaby? I know. I mean, no, but they're not Access Hollywood. It's not Access Hollywood, but also, if, right, but also if you allow yourself to be on camera and you've gone through some salacious things in your off-camera time, then you should understand that that's going to be potentially a plot point. And if you're superstitious, you should understand that a bunny will be bad for your grandchild. If you are superstitious, you're going to understand that bringing that bunny on a show to humiliate someone when it was actually a gift for your grandson and not for yourself is really shitty behavior, and I would be afraid of that karma. Okay, lightning round. Okay. What was the secret about Harry Hamlin that was almost revealed in Europe? That Harry Hamlin was cheating on Lisa Rinna. Wasn't Is that, that a fact? Uh, no, it was Kim making up Kim information. Kim made it up? Yeah, of course. I don't think there were, there were real rumors. Okay. But um, then Kim said, I never said anything because what she had said was you don't want me to talk about your marriage, which is saying something. What she's saying is that your marriage isn't healthy and I know the truth. When in fact it was Kim just making up shit to, to completely turn attention. Bitch. Yeah. What else? Who are the hottest real housewives husbands? Top three. Um, Mauricio is obvious. Yeah. Okay. So that's Beverly Hills. Um, Atlanta, Peter Thomas, I'd probably have sex okay. with yeah. of, of the guys sure. and sure. New York. Um, oh God, I don't want to ever put Mario anywhere. Oh, Adam. I don't want to have sex with Adam. I'd be way too self-conscious. He's like thinner than I am, which is problematic. He's all into health. So his body is like chiseled in a way. It tastes like radish probably and lettuce. It tastes like a lettuce wrap. It tastes like pineapple juice. I don't ever want, I like genuinely don't ever want to know. So we have Adam, I guess from New York, Mario, but I I really couldn't. He's so gross. No, There's no one else. Maybe the count. Is that terrible? The count? Mr. So you mean Jacques. Oh my God, Jacques. Jacques for days. Ew. You're, you would lead into Jacques. I would. He's like sweet and he's got the nose and like he speaks French and I'm he into. He doesn't it. wear deodorant. No, Jacques wears. Adam doesn't wear deodorant. So Jacques Adam wears. Adam smells like radishes and pineapple juice. I would never ever want to go anywhere near. I would rather Adam. have Adam. I like, want to have Adam to my apartment to cook things for me. And then. I'll go and then leave him in the bedroom. Perfect. And then he can clean up and then he'll leave. He'll clean my apartment as well as the dishes. Oh, and then he'll he leave. What's he going to wear when he cleans your apartment? 
almost nothing, which I'm a hundred percent into, but I don't look at him and I don't look at Adam and I go like, Oh, I want to have sex with I that person. I look at him and I go like, Oh, I want to have sex with him. I mean, it's what question of who do you think is more, most attractive okay. versus who do you think you're actually going to marry? And I'm probably going to marry like Bobby Zarin. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Jill Zarin. Okay. Jill. Mary, fuck, kill. Okay. Mauricio, Mario, Adam. Okay. Mary, Mary, shag, kill. Mauricio, Mario, Adam. Kill, obviously, Mario. Mary, Mauricio, because I'm going to have sex with him while we're, I'm going to have sex with him. Every, every half hour. I'm going to have sex with every 10 minutes, like New York one. We agree. And fuck Adam, I guess. Okay. Mary Shag Kill, Beverly Hills edition, Ken, <laughs> PK, Ugh. and Tom Girardi. Okay. Um, we'll definitely marry Tom Girardi. Yeah? Um, of the three of them, Tom's But then you like, have to play the part of being Ben Girardi, which is like as sort opposed of to silent. My real life is Ben Jane. As <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to marry Tom. I mean, PK is unbearable, and Ken is like, well, I guess Ken, because you'd get the money. He's going to die soon. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I like think you once marry... a, You could be like, Ken, don't you remember I gave you a blowjob last night? And he'd be like, oh. Blah, blah, so here's what blah, I think blah. you do. I think you, I'm going to answer this for you. I think okay. you marry Ken. Ken. I think you have sex with Tom, which I'm not making fun of in any way. I bet he probably knows what he's doing. He's like a cutthroat lawyer. I think he probably, I think he doesn't really care if you, if you, uh, come to the things the, that he the does stuff. to Erica's vagina would blow my mind and other parts of your body. Yeah, I think he knows what he's doing. And then obviously we kill he has PK. A tongue like a cobra. Oh my god, this is the most sexual. I can't, you guys. <laughs> We're really ripping this. What, do you think what kind of dick do you think Tom has? I think short he has, and squat, but like big balls, right? <laughs> okay, let's get on. Let's <laughs> get a little bit on track. So what do you think about PK being an honorary? PK is PK more important is to this reunion than shit. Eden. So what did you That's think about... That's what PK stands for. Piece of shit. Um, I love that Michael Rappaport was on Watch What Happens Live this week and Andy asked him something about PK and his response was, PK? <laughs> 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 because PK's fancy. I mean, listen, let's not give him more, more airtime than he needs. He was on the show. He and Dorit are completely uninterested in taking responsibility, not for these stupid jokes, but for the collateral damage. I understand an element of him saying that I don't need to apologize for Tom. To Tom, I need to apologize to Erica, but he's not, they're still not, I don't want to be that person, but they're still not really taking responsibility for what they did. They are awful people. And Erica's at the point where she just doesn't care. Even if you took their side in the actual conflict, yeah, which I mean, I'm not on their side in the conflict, but you could convince me. Like, I don't feel like it was that. And there are, there are PK apologists. But. Yeah. Their personalities and their way they handle is everything crazy. is so offensive. Do you think they'll be back next season? I fucking hope not. I hope they are because they're giving it good TV and I wonder if what will happen in their relationships with people. And I think if we come back next season and Dorit has any sense of being, she'll understand how terribly she's been manipulated by LVP. And that could actually be engaging TV right now. It's like a little too much. We have money, even though I know that they don't. So it's a little riding that grifter, you know, plot line and maybe doing cocaine in the bathroom, doing cocaine in the bathroom, which I a hundred percent believe happened. And they're not really denying that it happened. They're more at, ups- they're more upset at Rena for bringing it up. How could you say that? How could you say that? <laughs> 
<laughs> their response should be like, Rena, you were doing it with us, but she wasn't because she has other pills. Like she doesn't need the Coke. She's got other juicy vitamins. You know what the trailer for the teaser for next week was? What? Finding out what, what those pills are in Lisa Rena's Ziploc bag, which oh. is the most boring thing I could ever think of in my They're entire probably life. Probably Restylane. Which is something you inject into your face. Yeah, but she keeps it in a dry form so the shelf life is longer. That, I mean, she I'd just, rather buy that than one of our cards. You chew it up. No, you snort it, and then when the snot comes back out, you inject that. I love it. I'm into it. What kind of balls do you think? No, I can't. Guys, on that note, you guys, it's been such a good I am not drunk, I swear to God. <laughs> Ben's not drunk, but I feel like I should be. Um, you guys, next week is going to be crazy. I may Lower. record. Oh. <laughs> I just threw it like down. You guys, I hope you listen to this full episode, this supersized version of this episode. I hope this audio is okay. I am going to die. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I I actually so enjoy spending time with you, Ben. Rivar. I so enjoy this. This has been actually so much more fun than things I might have, have planned that we won't reference. And I had no plans tonight because of things that we won't reference on the show. Um, so on that note, it's such a pleasure to have you every time. It's a I pleasure to literally, <laughs> every time I see you, I'm like, I just don't, I don't make I any plans because I, I like I die you. for you. I die for you. I die for you. Um, I die for looking at myself in the mirror. I would it out. die for Okay. So listeners on that note, let us know, um, who you would shag, marry, kill. Let's do what's, what cast have we not done? Let's, let's say, um, shag, marry, kill. Let's Jersey. Vomit. Okay. So listeners tweet Ben Rimmelauer at Judice, Judice, Judice. (laughs) It could actually just be a shag, marry, kill of each of the ways to pronounce Joe Judice. Listen. Okay. So it should be, it should be. Joe Judice, Joe Gorga, Joe Gorga, and Chris and and and, and Chris Manzo. No, no, no. What's Chris, Chris Manzo? Larita. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Larita. My bad. Um, Obviously, Chris Manzo. Wait, is Chris the cute one or is the other one the cute one? So here's the problem: is that you like the last? I one, like the, the bearish. I like Chris Manzo, but everyone else wants to have sex with Albie, who I actually think is gay. But Albie does like seem very gay. Have but you I'm seen into him it. In a jeans and a blazer. Um, I think I have when they were selling Blackwater. Be okay. Has, like lube. All over Terrible. It. Okay, great. Can't wait to have him as a guest. Okay, last word. And then we just saw Um, Guys, such a pleasure. So tweet us the Shag Mary Kill for New Jersey. Who do we say? Judy J, Gorga, Gorga and Lorita. And um, the next time Ben comes on, which will probably be tomorrow, we will talk about who Ben would have picked yeah. and okay. who I have actually Ooh. had sex with as of, of those three. Just last kidding. word. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we were going to record for seven extra minutes and we recorded for 26. So on that note, Called it. love <laughs> all of you. Can't wait to talk Every to you time. online. Thanks for putting up with oh, our yes. technical shenanigans. And, and I can't <laughs> wait to be back next week and talk with you then. Last word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have a great week. Last word. <laughs>